Gracia. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 8th of February, 2024. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Monday the 5th, the State Security Service of Georgia reveals the interception of a special explosive device transported from Ukraine to Russia via Georgia, allegedly. The operation led to the seizure of an electric car battery allegedly containing explosives. The investigation implicated individuals from Georgia, Ukraine, and Armenia with a focus on determining the transportation route intended targets in the involvement of a Ukrainian MP candidate. Case continues under Georgia's criminal code regarding illegal explosives and preparations for terrorist acts. Allegation fits in suspiciously well with Georgian Dream or Otsneba's second front narrative. On Tuesday the 6th, Prime Minister nominee Irakli Kobachidze expressed concern over the attempts by some Ukrainian representatives to make Georgia a potential target for Russian aggression, framing it as a serious threat to national security. As if on cue. In keeping with the strawman methods, he invented demands for Georgia to become a second front in the conflict, which literally nobody wants or advocates, then said those non-existent demands are harmful to the state. On Wednesday the 7th, a landslide in Baghdati and Imereti region prompted extensive rescue efforts after burying four houses. Timur Mkhebrishvili, the head of the emergency management service, reported the recovery of a fourth body and the rescue of one individual with efforts to find five missing persons. The operation involves 200 people, dogs, and additional equipment with 70% of the area already cleared. On Tuesday the 6th, the Western Balkan Parliamentary Delegation visited Odzisi, which is on the Georgian side of South Ossetia, led by Irakli Beraya. They examined the occupation's impact, including illegal construction and barriers, highlighting the importance of international support against Russian aggression for European security. The visit underscores the need for increased global pressure on Russia to respect international laws and obligations. On Tuesday the 6th, President Salome Zurabashvili addressed Georgia's parliament, saying that a true European state is founded on democratic principles ensuring universal prosperity, not limited to a privileged few. She highlighted 2023's achievement of U.S. membership candidate status, urging Georgia to embrace European values fully and transform into a democratic state. The vision marks a pivotal moment for Georgia to leave its post-Soviet past behind and embark on a national European path. People reacted to the speech with a few of the usual suspects saying it lacked a positive acknowledgement of the country's success. On Tuesday the 6th, the Georgian Ministry of Internal Affairs reported a decline in certain crimes in the country. There was a decrease in premeditated murders and property crimes. However, drug-related and cybercrime detections increased. Documents shows that people are allegedly trusting the police more and that they are reporting crimes more frequently. On Monday the 5th, Tbilisi Mayor Kahi Kaladze addressed comments by Mikhailo Podolyak, an advisor to the Ukrainian president regarding prioritizing Misha Saakashvili's release. Kaladze said that each country has its priorities and emphasized that the former president would be released after serving his sentence, highlighting, in an entirely unironic way, respect for legal processes amidst international concerns. On the same day, Misha stated his recovery under the prison's conditions is impossible. He said that he was innocent and that he hadn't committed any crimes, denying all accusations. Highlighting a disregard for his health and justice, Misha expressed his concerns about injustice and rights violations in Georgia's prison system, which many have suffered. This past week, the book Hard by a Great Forest by Georgian-born Leo Vardiashvili took the English-speaking world by storm, relocated to England at 12, 
Vardiashvili intertwines his Georgian roots with post-Soviet life intricacies. Celebrated by the Guardian of the New York Times, the novel paints a picture of Georgian life and its Soviet past. In addition to being a great story well told, sparks debate on national identity and historic healing. But it's only in English so far and has not been much noticed in Georgia. On Tuesday the 30th, a scholarly article concerns overgrowing authoritarian influences in Georgia's academic sector. On September the 2023, a fire in the National Historical Archives destroyed invaluable Soviet-era materials, but the government didn't really worry about it too much, and its indifference sparked debate. The incident, coupled with the ruling party's increasingly authoritarian and pro-Russian stance in Russia's 2022 invasion of Ukraine, raises questions about academic freedom since there's a subtle shift towards authoritarianism in education and research going back to Soviet-era restrictions. Link in the show notes. On Tuesday the 6th, Georgia's internet speeds were spotlighted, ranking 66th out of 146 countries for mobile and 129th out of 180 for fixed broadband in December. Ranking higher up means better performance. GeoCell had the fastest speed for mobile operators, while Apple devices achieved the highest download speeds. Felici boasted the fastest mobile speeds. Rustabi led in fixed broadband. Comparatively, Georgia's internet costs are higher than the EU average in 2023. Internet access among households reached 89% in Georgia, while in the EU it was a 92%. On Monday, the 5th Parliamentary Committee approved a program by the Georgian government and cabinet nominees, including candidates for Minister of Defense, Justice, and Interior. The program aims to build a European state, emphasizing legal reform, security, defense, cooperation with NATO and the EU, peace initiatives in the occupied regions. On Tuesday the 6th, four parliamentary committees endorsed a new cabinet and program aimed at building the European state. The session featured discussions on ministerial plans across various sectors, including cultural and sporting events, educational reforms, and healthcare improvements. On Tuesday the 6th, strong winds and floods hit the Samagrelo Zemosvaneti region, causing significant damage. Roofs were ripped from buildings, electricity was disrupted, and the Nguri River's swelling led to flooding courtyards and road closures. Emergency services are responding. Efforts to assist and repair damage are underway. On Friday, the second Nata Peradze faced a Tbilisi city court ruling for her protest act in the Holy Trinity Cathedral, where she threw paint on a Madonna icon that also depicted Joseph Stalin. Peradze captured and shared her actions on social media. She was charged with petty hooliganism, resulting in a five-day administrative arrest. This highlights the intersection of religious reverence, historical figures' legacies, modern political activism, prompting a legal and societal discourse on the boundaries of expression. On Tuesday the 6th, Otar Shamugia discussed Georgia's environmental policy reforms since the 2014 EU Association Agreement, showcasing progress and commitment to sustainable development. These include establishing protected areas, enhancing ecotourism, and implementing significant legislation on forest management. On Tuesday the 6th, Strategy Agmashenabeli and the United National Movement, or Natsebi, declared their readiness to join President Zurabashvili's political unity initiative to expedite EU integration. They said Misha's release would be a step towards the reconciliation of national division. President Zurabashvili, in her parliamentary report, proposed a platform of unity for Europe as a strategic approach to address the country's challenges, emphasizing peace and protection as a pivotal need for Georgia's future stability and prosperity, which the country needs for EU membership. And that's it for this week. We want you to love these updates even more than you already do. We made a very short survey that will take you 2.3 minutes to fill out. You know what you're saying? Mark, my brother, 
I am driving, or I'm cooking and my hands are covered in food goo, or you always talk about the show notes and I don't even know what those are or where to find them. But yeah, check the show notes. Please. Nachmandis. Nachmandis.